0: This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olscher. Alrighty, welcome to another
1: edition here of Reinvention Radio. Sweetos are hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulay. Hello, Mary Goulay. Hello, so it's good, good to, see to see you. It's good for you to
2: be back. Hello, yes. hello, Richie O'J. Okay. What's your baby? Hey, how's it going? Oh, I wait.
1: It's holding it down a the studio. We're joined actually uh, in studio by the one and only JJ Flossainz. Hello, JJ.
3: What's up? Hi, guys.
1: Welcome, welcome.
3: Thank you. Thanks to Thanks for making be the
1: drive to hang out with us in the middle of our Southern California storms, which of course... It's looked not like it looked like it was going to be bad, but there's going to be nothing. It's it, nothing. No, there's not going to be anything. We rescheduled our baseball game. We played yesterday instead of today. And, of course, today it's probably going to end up being 72 and sunny. But what are you going to do? So thanks for driving in. Thanks for hanging out with us. That is awesome. Hey, if I can, I will. Well, thank you for that. So you, you've got a ton of stuff going on. we got a lot of ground that we really want to cover. Uh, but where, where I want to start out of the gate is... Uh, just, you've got a pretty interesting storied background. I mean, you've done a few different things over the course of a few years there, right? And so, as you look back, like, you know, and and I was, and thank you again for having me on your show. That was awesome, and I love being a guest on that. And you asked a really, really good question. Uh, One of the questions that you asked that I I love, and so I'm going to turn the tables back on you. So as you look back then on, A lot of the things that you've done from a career perspective, like what was your least favorite thing that you've ever done? Because you're doing a lot of fun stuff now. But as you look back, like what was the least like just, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. I hate myself for doing that.
3: Yeah. Quick backstory, as I was telling, uh, I was interviewing Steve yesterday for my show, which, by the way, will be out next in two weeks from now. Sweet. And as the reinvention Master, I asked how, you know, in terms of all the things in your life that you've done, what led you to, what, what could you look back on and say, I really didn't like that at all, and it taught me a lot. And without it, I wouldn't be where I am. Yeah. And one of the things that came up yesterday for me was one thing that I hated about all the jobs that I've had in my life was retail. Yeah. And oh. it, what it taught me, retail clothing, mm-hmm. going into retail clothing, and, you know, for many reasons. One, they make you buy the clothes. And you have to be in season. So by the time you're done, you're broke. Like you're not making any money. Number one. Number two. I really don't like picking up after people. People are slobs. In yes, women rooms. especially. Women are women are horrible. And in bathrooms, women Ooh. are terrible. Yikes. It's terrible. Anyway. So what it taught taught me was how much I didn't love picking up after people. I didn't like the dependency of, like, you can come in and be a slob and I have to clean up after you and I have to like it. No. Mm -hmm. But what it taught me was how much I hated it. One of my coworkers at the time said, hey, let's go get a job at the gym and we can get a free membership. And I thought, great. And at that point, I was a dancer. I had really strong muscular legs, but I had this skinny, scrawny upper body Mm -hmm. and I worked out and I exercised and I was a dancer so I was I was fit but the idea of going to the gym to get a free membership was kind of cool and so without that hate without that hating that job it wouldn't have led me to the gym which of course led to most of this career Isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah.
2: That's contrast in general, right? Con- yes. Contrast is there to help us say Let's do less of that and more of this other
3: thing. Absolutely. And and to take the cue and the hint, because I could have as easily said to her, no, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do that. But she's like, hey, we get a free membership. And I thought, okay, I'll try it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just open and I tried it. Then here we are, however many years later, where the gym and health and fitness are
4: my life. Yeah, yeah that's funny.
1: Did you, so did you, at that moment, like was, like one of those, like, you know how when you open the, the treasure chest and everything kind of glows and the angels sing and all that? So like when... When you realize, like, oh my god, like I can actually make money doing this, was it one of those? Because I've got like, um, like a Venn diagram where it's like, you know, that intersection there of what you love to do, what you're good at, and, and what you can make money doing, and that little bitty 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 in the center, you know, in the s- center there where the Venn diagram and the circles overlap, like that's like that sweet spot. Is that kind of how it felt in that moment, like?
3: E- Man, I can
1: get paid to do this, and I really. Well, what job did you have at the gym?
3: Well, I did. (laughs) Cleaning up after people. I was a trainer yet. You were doing the no, actually, I was doing the front desk. Okay. And I was. They don't
4: pay that much.
3: So different positions pay different amounts, right? So that I was in the front, and I don't. I was probably getting a minimum wage kind of deal. I'm sure. I was in the front doing the phones and scanning memberships and helping members with things when they came to the desk on the computers. But I'm really good at multitasking, so I got so good at it. Like, any job that I ever had where I had to multitask, I'd end up getting raises and put to the top of, because I really could handle multiple things at one time. But it was watching the trainers, and especially the female trainers, and there was, at the time, an older female trainer. And I just sort of thought, huh. Well, how, how, what if I want to do that? How can I do that? And I'd never thought about it before until I saw it. And then mm-hmm. I, not that I saw her exercising, because in retrospect, I'd be horrified at what she probably did, but, but, <laughs> but watching sort of the health and the strength and the, not even just her body, but it was really like the vibrance of health and what she stood for. She wasn't actually that healthy now that I think about it, but, mm-hmm. but she looked like she could be if someone didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how do I get to do that? And so I asked that question. And so it really wasn't about money yet. Okay. I would have to say that that, that sweet spot probably didn't come until a couple of years ago. I've chased money in different areas in this business, but it wasn't until my Venn diagram of the mind, body, soul connection, right? And having that, having everything come together in an integrative way showed me that I could actually do what I love in all aspects, no holds barred, do whatever I want, whatever I feel like podcasting, help with that mm-hmm. and to make money at it.
1: Gotcha. So let, let's bring people up to speed a little bit, just because there are some folks, I'm sure, who don't know you. And, and that's like when I speak, that's always the most humbling part of when I speak. Because I ask people, like, how many of you guys knew of me or, of, you know, how many of you guys knew me before I set foot on the stage? And that's always like zero. zero. No. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I got work to do. So even though I think like, oh, I got a platform. No, It's always I a new audience. Right? Though. Exactly. Think positive. Come on. Yeah. So the <laughs> so, point being there, you're going to be talking to some new folks here. So just bring people up to speed in terms of. What are you actually doing then now where you've kind of found that intersection? So uh, w- what does today look like for you? What What's the biz?
3: Do you want any, any quick in, uh, backstory bio or yeah. do you want to just jump to now? Uh, everything and all of the above, <laughs> okay. but mostly
1: just what are you doing right in this moment other than talking to us?
3: What am I doing right this moment? I am putting together uh, retreats and programs and courses for people to take that sweet spot of that, the Venn diagram of mind, body, and soul and Mm. actually get results through the integrative approach. Mm -hmm. Because too many times with health, fitness, weight loss, whatever, you see people who are just counting calories or they're just tracking their exercise. Or on the flip side, let's say they have they're someone who's an emotional eater and they're just going to therapy. Mm. But they're not doing the whole picture. And they're not linking it together. They're not making... See, to me, it's all a puzzle. And it's how all the pieces fit together... That gives you the understanding of where you need to work at first and what comes next and how it all integrates together. And if you just don't understand that they're connected, then you're off in one area, really focusing on one area and wondering why the others aren't changing or why it's not working or why it's not lasting. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing right now, besides gotcha. the podcast and events. And I'm and really. Your,
1: your podcast is Fit to Love, and you've got, your, you've got various shows. So the so. most
3: popular show, Fit yeah. to Love, has been the longest. It's what I started out with. I did a six day a week video and audio show. Mm-hmm. So it was. Mondays is exercise, it's video, Tuesdays is cooking and nutrition, and that was video. Wednesday's was like all over fitness and wellness and hormones and anything medical and then Thursday's was more psychological and then Friday's was more spiritual mm. and Saturday's was relationships. Wow, you were busy. Oh yeah, so six days a week <laughs> and I was filming constantly so I had you know, I did two seasons and about 350 shows Wow. and then I took that content and realized that Fit to Love was not the right brand for all of those things mm. and while it, while it's great, it's my brand, but it didn't speak to the specificity on each day of the week so I rebranded and I, that's why I have six shows and continuing to climb to more, but I took all the shows and gave them their new name and I took the same content and I gave it a different you know, intro and and made it new, but mm-hmm. I took the same content. And what was really funny is when I started out in podcasting and I did the five, six days a week, I thought, oh my guilty pleasure is that I'm going to stick in a day about law of attraction. I'm going to do this spiritual piece that I don't actually even care if anyone else listens to. I'm going to do this for me because this is what I do and this is what I care about and it excites me to do it and I'm just going to do it and Mm -hmm. I don't care. They can have the other five days. And so as I rebranded, I took that show and it became Spirit, Purpose and Energy and it is by far my most popular show and it is by far Spirit, Purpose and Energy and it is by far my most the strongest tribe. It is who came to my event. It is who comes to my events and who buys my things it's who I, I looked at the six and thought marketing wise how do i where do I get them in and get them to stay what's the most important day of this this pyramid so to speak and that, and I thought it was actually being single I thought it was the fit to love you know someone who's single who wants the whole package mm. well i'm wrong it's people, it's the people who want the spirituality part that then stay for the rest of it
4: nice yeah
1: so That's awesome so let me so let me ask you this then as you as you look at I mean, obviously, you, you've got to make money doing this. And as you look at this kind of trial and tribulation and, and you know testing, really, I mean, when you come right down to it, if you're doing, uh, well, six different themes over the course of that week and it gives you an opportunity to really test, then you've got the different ways that you share your brilliance as well. And there are a certain group of people that gravitate towards, uh, in, in this case, the one show that's more on the spiritual side of things do do you as you look back on this on this process i mean and again this the idea here is how do we help people find their sweet spot and find what really works from a revenue perspective for them how having now done this how how much do you encourage other people to test various elements of who you are and what you do until you find that sweet spot and will you continue with the other things that don't really seem to necessarily uh, attract your you know your people, so to speak?
3: So being in business now for 16, 17 years, I tell people all the time, test everything. everything's a test. Don't even think if you think your your product's going to be successful, your book's going to go well, don't consider it a test. Don't set yourself up to be disappointed because you think it's a great thing. Go into it thinking this is a test. Because until people start buying and telling you what they need and you're giving them exactly what they need, you're guessing. Yeah. I mean you could do market research, but when you're a small business owner, you don't have the you're not gonna spend the funds on market research. You're just gonna make something and see who wants to buy it. And you're gonna send it to your list and you're gonna tell your friends and you're gonna put it on Facebook and you're gonna hope that somebody buys it. But to me it's all a test. And I went into podcasting as a test. I said, what can I do? Because when I learned about podcasting, the person who was talking about it was telling me how much that they had made and this is someone who got in real early and got a nice big group because because itunes had featured that show and then he went from doing a free show to a membership-based show and his and his numbers went down but his revenue went skyrocketing up Mm -hmm. and he had this really great base of money every month and i thought well i can do that and but he he wanted to emphasize that for two years he made no money he did this free show for two years and made no money so as i'm sitting listening i thought what can i do for two years and make no money at well i've got so much content it's coming out my it's oozing out my pores all the time i need an outlet mm-hmm. and so when i heard about podcasting i thought i can do that for 2 years and not make any money now i did make money but i didn't make as much as i'm making now because i didn't have the tribe i had then mm-hmm. and it it was truly a test and so when when it came down to after the and i had i had people and i had sales and I had clients, but it wasn't it, – I didn't feel that synergy that – so you know, like when the surfer's on the, on the wave and you catch that wave, it's, I wanted that leverage, that law of attraction leverage that happens when something's right. It just flows and it, and it connects and it's a little bit more effortless and it's not so – I have to try so hard to market and get it out there. It's, it has right. its own life.
4: So let me ask a question about your sixth day. When the light bulb went on and you said, I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to do this because this is what I love to do. Do you think that's why oh. you built your tribe?
3: Well, totally. I and mean, that, even if yeah. you
4: did love your other five days, but the my thing is the soulful part, that soulful aspect that you unleashed on the sixth day.
3: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I... It was that sort of secret, and I didn't even. I'm, and it's not secret. I just would think, oh, if I talk about law of attraction, you're going to go, oh yeah, whatever, that's hooey, fooey crap, and I don't really care. By the way, can I swear on the show?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Um, definitely. Um, the e okay.
3: On this. I, well, I know Steve's <laughs> mouth, so I'm like. Um, yeah. Okay. So I thought, well, so if I would, you know, one on one or in the kind of clients I was attracting at the time, because I am very science minded, so I get a lot of trust and. and People trust me, especially men, because I can give you the science behind exercise and nutrition and even psychological things. So moving into the spiritual side, when I can still give you science there too, I, I was afraid of the rejection, not because I would not believe it, but because I didn't I didn't read you right. And I said something that you didn't like, and now I turned you off, and I missed that opportunity. So, So the podcast became, yes, absolutely a way for me to do that without turning anyone off because I won't see you. You either listen to me and I never know you.
4: Well, and, you know, I get where you're coming from because with my show, it's a soulful show. I did the show and didn't put them out there for a while because I wanted to be totally authentic in my own skin, 100 percent integrity about everything that I believed and said. And I needed to build up that courage to go, I can say this because no one's listening. Yes. Because I didn't put it out there yet. Yeah. So bravo to you. Yes.
3: Well, And I thats i gave enough content that I thought other people wanted that that gave me permission to do what sure. I wanted yeah. with no excuses.
2: Well, and kind of tying a bunch of this stuff together, Steve started by asking the question was, you know, when you found that sweet spot and you were you trying to monetize what was that sweet spot? And then you brought up the sixth day to, and then Mary brings up, do you think that's why it happened? You said yes. Well, I work in e-commerce and – it's nothing's really changed. It's still five to 10 touch points before someone makes a sale. So I've often wondered why do people worry about making money from the beginning? Anyway, you have to find the tribe first. If you're not doing what you want to do, where you're going to show up and do the work, regardless of what's coming in. If you don't front load it with the adding value first and all the catchphrases phrases of the, the day, like, there's, there's, uh, it's really hard to make money first. You have to attract your tribe because it's going to take five to ten touch points till to you make the sale. And if you gra- gather the tribe, don't worry about making the money first mm-hmm. and you're solving problems for them still, they'll tell you what to sell them, right? Yeah. They'll tell you what to sell them, right? You don't have to start with what am I going to, everyone's sitting at home, what do I sell? What's the thing, blah, 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 blah. you know, get out, what's your plant your flag, what's your thing, right. gather the tribe, they'll tell you what to sell them.
3: No. And, you know, and I don't think there's any other place that I think is as easy to do that as in podcasting because you've got hundreds of millions of people who are tuning into podcasts every, every week or every day and it's just like a store and so they get to choose what they want and, you don't have to, and you're not out there actively selling it. It's just there and every day, every minute of every day, somebody could choose you or not choose you and well, I, that's what I love about
4: it. Yeah, and like Richard, you always say there are 5 to 16 people in the world. Yep. Based on
2: Myers-Briggs or... Myers-Briggs in the West and fire, air, water, metal, Earth uh, in the East. Or astrology, there's 12. Enneagram, there's nine. Yeah. All you got to do is look in Hollywood, too. There's five to 12 movies with, with 16 movies with different characters, different time periods. But it's the same story. Same story. Hero's journey every time.
4: So that's why it's so magnetic. If you're being true to yourself, loving your content... There's going to be five – one of those people in that are just going to go, she's my my person. That's my girl.
3: Well, it it did help to rebrand because Mm -hmm. prior to rebranding – So, for instance, if anybody goes on iTunes right now and types in astrology, I come up number one. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Number one in astrology, number one in numerology, and number three or four in law of attraction. So, But that was why, because I got so specific. And to put all of those keywords on one big major six-day-a-week show got too watered down. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so when I split them up, I could be so specific to say law of attraction, astrology, numerology, psychic abilities, meditation, whatever, for spirit and purpose and energy. Mm -hmm. And I'd ask people, oh, I found you. On iTunes, I said, "How did you find me? You came up number one. What did you type in?" Mm. I start, so I started testing it, and I would nice. come up, and I come up very high in, in all these kind of spiritual keywords.
1: Mm-hmm. So cool. I just want to go back to well, you talk a lot about mind and, and body and, and soul, and I know that you say that they're intertwined, and how you know reality is that mm, you. Well, let me ask you this: do, do you, in your mind, do you think? That you can be deficient in one or more of those areas and still have a a pretty powerful life, and and and, I mean because I don't think most people are are at a ten in one of those, let alone all three. So I mean, at what point do you kind of look at folks and you go, you know, you you got to work on this. You got like. Just take me through that because you got the. That's hard to to excel in mind, in body, and in soul. And so, how yeah. do you? Okay. We've I mean, been
2: working you- on the soul part with Fair. Steve for like three <laughs> years.
1: Three I, I, yeah, completely years. <laughs> deficient. Yeah, mostly the body too. I got a little mind. You're the, the there. Body, yeah, the body <laughs> You're is there. deficient. Soul bankrupt. Yes. So we
3: need we need to find out what his true note is and then we can talk about what his lessons in this lifetime are. Now, your true note is one of the planets on your astrology chart, but it's about this lifetime for you and the lessons in this lifetime. And so soul might not be part of that. (laughs) So just just
1: so so I'm clear, after people die, there is actually something (laughs) that happens in your mind.
3: When people die, it doesn't all just
1: go black. Like we're not just done. Things that you're just the lights go 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 out. The lights just go out. Oh yeah,
3: no, 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 no. We are constantly evolving. Why do you think kids come in so MP3 ready? So much more advanced than when we were kids. It's just because they're keeping up with the energy and the momentum of expansion. So this is
2: a never-ending big bang. This
3: doesn't end. You come back in a different form. You may not be a person. I think I was a cat, honestly, in a past life. Um, I know (laughs) I was actually. It's not even. I think I know I was a cat in a past life. But no, were you a nice cat? Were
1: you like one of those bald cats? Cats You know, like those hairless cats. Have you seen those scary hairless cats?
4: Yes. Yeah, you thing. should have expected
2: this, right?
1: You this well, down that path. Welcome
4: to our world. And that's yeah, a great no,
2: quiz for you, JJ. What?
1: Which cat are you? Which cat?
2: But see, <laughs> I love With all, all the cat memes on the internet.
1: And then what? you can sell it to Russia. And, like, there we go. That's how. Is that. Okay, so now we get. So that's your revenue motto right there. You create these quizzes and you sell the data to Russia. I
3: got it. Okay. All right. You work on that. Oh, and you, you don't even have to sell it. They'll steal it. Right. <laughs> right. Cambridge. <laughs> they will steal it. Oh, so nice. your question was. Um, <laughs> Yes. How does someone need? Can they, of course, it can be successful and have a good life and not have all those things in balance. It's when you have something in your life that you want to change, and you're not noticing the other two things and how they contribute. We're not linear beings where it's everything is everything literally is connected. So mm-hmm. if you're okay with being unconscious in one area and have whatever happens happen and you'd be successful in one other area, then that's great. But, uh, so it's really about sort of, again, that soul level, your consciousness level. Some people don't want more than what they have, even though that they're in pain when they have it, even though that they know they're not the happiest they can be, but they've decided that they don't want any more because it might be too hard to get it. Mm -hmm. And is, is that good? That's what they choose. But for someone, especially when it came to weight loss and how I got into this was again, health and nutrition and wellness. How many people are on a weight loss journey that don't want like look? I have to take a step back and say, Why am I on this? Why do I want to lose mm-hmm. weight? That has to be, you know, talking about your what yesterday with your book and the show that we did. Well, what is your why? Why do you want to lose weight? Is it so that you think other people will pay attention to you? Do you think you'll feel better about yourself? Are you trying to get attention from a specific person? Are you trying to date? Why do you think you should? Do you think it'll be healthier? Why do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. And until you unpack that why, what you're going to do will, will be designated by that why. And for, I've worked with people for so long that, that I've taken on journeys, and some come and some don't, and then I move on to other people, about waking them up to, again, how the emotions play a role in. For me, it's, it's everything, how your emotions shape you from your joint pain to why you chose to eat eat that thing or not eat that thing or how you talk to yourself in the mirror or if you choose to take care of yourself or if you don't all starts with your relationship with yourself and if you're not conscious of those thoughts or those feelings then how can you fix that and get true success but
1: how do you how do you do that though like how do you bring that la- it's like what is it conscious unconscious unconscious, subconscious, unconscious, 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 incompetence, right? It's the first stage of learning. So like, how do you help people bring that to the surface then?
3: So, yeah, I've opened up this big like, yeah, I do all this. (laughs) And yes, um, I do do all of this, but how I deliver it is in different ways. So, for instance, the first event that I put on the first retreat was this January and it was called Releasing What Weighs You Down. And I and and, and so everything got divorced
1: like after that. Was,
3: <laughs> actually, somebody came thinking she was going to get divorced after she left. And she went back knowing that divorce was not the answer. Wow. Nice. Yeah. You she saved her marriage. I saved her marriage, wow. hopefully. Um, but I don't know because I don't know what's happened after that. But I did give her enough resources <laughs> that could save her marriage. So hopefully it got saved. And it wasn't that she didn't love him. It's that she again, we like to blame other people in our situations mm-hmm. for what's going on with us. And we don't take a look at what the lessons are I'm supposed to learn and why did i choose you in the first place because you take you with you and so you leave i leave you and then i go to you and then eventually you're going to look like you uh, in terms of exactly. how it's making me feel and then sure. all of a sudden it's what's going on
2: well especially if it's law of attraction right then it's like if you believe it's law of attraction and they're there with you that means you attracted that Right. What is it you're doing that's attracting that?
3: Right. What's the resonance between the two? What's the common denominator? And don't make it about the other person, like getting out of victim mentality.
2: Into your why piece real quick, since you, it's obvious you're teaching people how to accomplish this, I've noticed, at least in my life, and wondering if it's true with you, if you try to move into the how to do things before you get the why, it's paralyzing. Is it, that why is what drives you and gives you that insolent. In, almost endless inspiration to right. find out that how. Right. But if you don't have that why, and you jump right into the how, it's.
3: Ah. Well, people End. have the why; yeah. they're just not aware of the why. Right. And until, and sometimes when you become aware of the why, the why changes. Mm-hmm. And and they do. I mean, especially in the health and wellness and fitness and weight loss. Oh my gosh, people jump in for the how all the time. How do I lose five pounds? How do I lose ten pounds? Are you talking about long-term? Are you talking about short-term? Mm-hmm. Are you? Ta- why? Are you, what do you want to do to get there? Are you willing to make life change? So I was on a, a radio show, a Sirius XM radio show with a very well-known host, and she has had her own weight loss journey, and she was asking me because the, the pitch was ditching the diet mentality. And she loves the diet mentality because, honestly, I think it keeps her safe. Mm. Like it keeps you on point. Like, There's keep, some structure to it. There's structure, yeah. Right. But there's still, what's still lacking is that self-abuse that happens when you step out of that structure, right? It's not that, that's not self-love, that's shame. And when we shame ourselves, we don't want to stick on that path anymore. And that's what happens. This industry, since I started, I mean, I loved learning science. I loved learning nutrition and biochemistry and everything that goes along with that. But what I've always hated about the fitness industry is the shaming aspect. Because we teach to shame others. Oh, she's fat, he's fat, he's out of shape. And then we teach to shame ourselves in order for us to get better, well, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It, it rarely works for you to shame yourself and then feel like, oh, gee, I wonder why you don't want to exercise. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder why you don't want to eat cleaner because every time you do it and slip up, you shame yourself, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah for sure. So let, let's talk about this because there is obviously some stigma. There's some taboo around the whole notion of monetizing people's pain, and I guess in one way or another, you know, we we all do that, right, to some extent. If we're in if we have a business, we're either... You know, it's
2: kind of what an entrepreneur does. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. somebody's paid for solving pain. their pain. Yeah.
1: But spirituality, I think, has a little bit more... I mean, it's like, is that... Mm, let's just say I think there's a little more stigma around monetizing... That whole realm. And, and, I, don't I don't know, know. about that. You, you
2: don't just pass around a little dish.
1: Right. Well, the right? And then there's Catholic that. Catholic Church has done quite well. <laughs> yeah, well.
4: <laughs> Monetizing <and> then, spirituality.
1: <laughs> but so, so your revenue model, as we look at then the mind, the body, the soul side of things, so you have these retreats, you have products, you have programs, you have services. Like take us through... How you've been able and, – and, and are you okay with that? Like, I mean, you know, if somebody's in pain, are, are, like, do you sleep well knowing you're – you know what I mean? Like, that's – I think for some people that's a concern of monetizing other people's pain. But isn't and, that
3: – what we do as entrepreneurs is to help – we sell them something to get them out of pain.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because – If she was shaming them and getting paid for it, that'd be different, Steve. She's yeah. solving the I'm problem. solving the
3: problem. Or yeah. helping
2: solve the problem. Because right?
3: I hate when people are in pain because – I'm a great problem solver. Yeah. And, and I have – here, here's, here's the – here, right here. Let me give it to you. <laughs> like, right? So yeah. – and, and, and that's – I want you to get out of pain. I see pain as an opportunity to, well, what's the problem? Let's fix it. Mm-hmm. Well,
4: and also giving them hope because people don't realize how comfortable they've become being really uncomfortable yes. in life. Yeah, And they get caught in that quagmire and then one day the pain gets so bad or the genes will not button – on that last day, that they just need someone like you or me to say, okay, I'm going to give you hope. I have a program. That's And you're going to pay for it.
1: I just found my new lead salesperson.
4: Awesome. <laughs> I, mean, I love that. <laughs> Done. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> but you don't volunteer. you agree? Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. And also, if somebody's into a soulful, spiritual journey, there's something delicious about that because it's fundamentally, personally unique to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you could do the same number of push-ups and get maybe the same look in your arms as the next person. But a soulful journey unleashes so much potential and awesomeness of that one person they need you to bring it out in them. Yeah.
3: Well, there's also how it's fueled. And Fit to Love started as a book and then became the podcast. But Fit to Love is the whole premise of is it fueled by fear and anxiety or is it fueled by love and self, self-respect? self mm. Because you can do the same thing and be activating and anchoring in different feelings. And that's why, I mean, you can walk into a gym at any moment of the day and you can just stand next to people and feel who hates themselves. Because you can feel that I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, It's right? Versus the people that are like really into it and not necessarily into the exercise, but like there's – well, some people get very into the exercise if they're competitive athletes or they're, they're training for something. But there's a different energy and mm-hmm. it's palpable. And I it may, maybe because I've been in the gym longer and not recently, but I used to be in the gym all the time, I could feel it. I could feel the difference between someone who hated themselves and that was on a treadmill versus someone who was doing it because they, they wanted – They wanted to feel better about themselves. Well, they have their
4: eye on the prize. There's a gal on the treadmill that I see. She's in phenomenal shape, and she's just very purposeful. She's just there. She's got her headphones in. She does her routine, and then she walks out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know?
1: So just going back to it then, obviously, and I totally get that. I mean, I think in some ways, as Richie said, as you said, and as Mary said here, you know, that is our goal. That is our job is to help people move towards uh, pleasure or move away from pain, one of the two. And so if we have that solution, it's actually we're doing them a disservice by not providing them with that solution that can literally help them. So what then I would ask you to to answer for us to get a, a better sense of then how you do this in the mind-body-soul space is specifically the monetization model. So you so you do these retreats, right? Let me, you, back, so people, up. Yeah.
3: Let me back up to the, so the free thing.
1: To the free thing, right? So we're, yeah. what, what does so, that path look like for so you? So the free
3: thing for anybody, but mostly for people on spirit, purpose, and energy, is that they come in through my 30-day manifestation challenge. I okay. run a 30-day free manifestation challenge. The next one's in May. The last one was in oh, March. Oh, so this is
1: not like all... Nope. So, oh, so this, so this it's starts and stops. a couple
3: times stops. a year. Yep, starts and stops. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Actually, is, what that, I, is that to help you build the community while you're doing it?
3: Is you know, that, honestly... Usually when people yeah.
2: start and stop, that's why. They want them to all work together. If it's just... Never ending ongoing, some right. are dropping out, some are coming in. Well, it's some... because
3: of the focus that needs to be had. It's about practice and about creating habits that you do every day to elevate your vibration, your frequency so that mm. you can attract at a higher level. But it's the commitment to those habits and practices for that 30 days because sometimes doing it long term, it just people fall off. And, you know, it's that focused part of, oh, I can do this for 30 days. And how it started was honestly, I'm driving in the car thinking I do some of these practices. And I thought, It just came to me. I get downloads and I got the download Mm -hmm. and the download was, oh, like if I want to do it, maybe other people want to do it. So I put together like two, a year and a half ago in December, a group of friends who were going to test it out. And I created some free audios, a chakra clearing and a eight minute visualization of how I used vision boards and law of attraction to attract my husband, to attract my podcast and my ideas and my business and my clients. And so I did this, and after I tested it with my this eight people or ten people, then I opened it up to people on the podcast. Mm. And so people now join the Manifestation Challenge, and I do a couple a year, and I promote it, and they come on, and now I have a community of people who then support each other when we're not on a challenge, mm-hmm. or they just hang out and wait for the next challenge either way.
1: And that's free.
3: And that's free. Yeah, and I even provide a whole bunch of audios they have access to during the 30 days that are also free. Mm-hmm. And then after I did it for a month or two, Someone asked me to create something in for another in Australia, another company, and I create all these audios, and I thought oh, well i 'll just sell these too so now i have now I have downloadable audios mm-hmm. that they can buy, so anyone mm-hmm. that wants to keep it, they only have access to it when they 're on the thirty days they don't get to keep it, but then uh, and it goes away there's a passcoded page and it's not downloadable. And so I made more of audios and I did different kinds of manifestation audios for them. And now, so that's like to the next level. So the next step up is a $47. They can buy all, they can, for, they can buy each one of the audios for $11 or they can buy all seven of them for $47. What a deal. What a deal. You save $30. <laughs> but wait. Right. And <laughs> The and, knife set. And they have it to have forever versus mm-hmm. just using it for 30 days. Mm-hmm. So because of that community, and I listened to that community. So I was talking about, you know, I gathered the tribe. And then I started to get to know the tribe and I helped the tribe and I saw what they needed. And then I thought about I need to get them together in person and we need to do some deeper work, Mm -hmm. deeper work than they're ever going to get anywhere with a therapist that they meet once or twice a week for 50 minutes because it's not, you know, it's peeling back that onion. And then by the time you get to the bottom, you hit a wound and then you got to go.
2: Well, especially when most (laughs) of the therapist models are to keep you coming there. Right. A lot of those therapists aren't, you know, they're not good marketers. So they keep you there.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but they're, it doesn't it doesn't end at the forty seven bucks, right? I mean, so where
3: where do we okay. keep going for that? So, I just wanna, so then the yeah. forty seven, I mean, there in terms of funnel, we we go to different things depending on what people need because manifestation is very general. Yeah. So people are on there manifesting money and careers or better Relationship, relationships yeah. or health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So when I thought about this first event that I did, what came to me again in a download was like, What am I gonna call it? And of course releasing and releasing anything that weighs you down in any area of life. And so that's what we did. And that happened in January. And when I went back and I had a whole bunch of affiliates and they sent out for me and, you know, thousands of people got to the website and whatever. But when I, when I, when I asked everybody on a survey, how did you find out about this event? 98% of them came from my podcast. So Mm. I was like, well, who needs the JV? Because they all came from my show. (laughs) So that was awesome to know that the power of the podcast was, because I'm already doing it anyway. Yeah, That was the 5 to 7 to 10 to 20 to a year worth of being with me touches that then led them to trust me enough to spend the money to come and Play with me for a couple days, as well as the other presenters, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So then we led that. So we have the event, and then I have other things. I've got my own, you know, private coaching and personal training, and I have and I have books, and I've got other mm-hmm. programs that I can sell. So I mean, I I develop what I need to to help people with what I have. Yeah, and and it's not so going to ever stop. Now, yeah. <laughs> yes.
4: So how do you? house your tribe? Is it on a your what Facebook?
3: Okay, Facebook is where the manifestation challenge happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, "I'm not on Facebook," but they get. So I don't really know. How. I mean, they get access. They have the link to go do, but they don't have the check-in mm-hmm. and the accountability. And part of the 30-day program is that you get the accountability of other people doing it, too. So that way you don't just decide, eh, I'm not going to do it today. No one's going to know any different. So and you
2: run that through a group, right? Not through your Facebook page. Page. On, on page. On a itself, page itself, not a group? On
3: a page. Well, Facebook group, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, on a group. Because they
2: will barely get... We'll talk another time. SEO. They won't get any organic reach if you run it on your page.
3: No, no, no. It's a private group. And in fact, you can't get in it unless I double check my email list and you've signed up. So I don't just, it's not to closed or private. I forget which one it is, but I have to literally, I double check that you have registered to be in it. I do not let everybody Mm -hmm. in it.
1: So let's do this because we're, we're going to end up running out of time here as we often do when we get into deep conversations and just start running down rabbit holes, especially. So let's first and foremost, so you keep you mentioned the rebrand a number of times. I don't think you've actually mentioned the name of the company under the rebrand itself. I I'm sure you've thought of it in your head a hundred times since we started talking, but the name of the brand now is?
3: No, no. So my company, my my corporation is Invisible Fitness.
1: Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Got Invisible
3: it. Fitness is at the top.
1: Yeah. Okay. Underneath
3: Invisible Fitness is everything else.
1: Got it. Yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to make sure that you had an opportunity to share the fact that that is, in fact, the yes. brand Invisible, Invisible Fitness. Invisible
3: Fitness is the brand yeah. and the company and the corporation, and it has been. And Fit to Love started as a separate because I had a business partner and I have a whole business story about that. But now it's sort of back under because mm-hmm. everything's really under the invisible fitness umbrella because everything, it all still fits.
1: So if people want to mm-hmm. find out about the Manifestation Challenge or some of these freebies and so on, like where should they go?
3: jjflazanes.com.
1: Okay, so F-L-I-Z-A-N-E-S. Okay, yes. so jjflazanes.com. All right, so real quick here, just want to give folks an opportunity to learn from you if we can yeah. in the last few minutes here. Uh, So a tip around mind, a tip around body, a tip around soul, like if you really wanted to get in touch and elevate uh, your mind or improve your body or or deepen your relationship with spirit or whatever it might be, just give us something concrete that we can do in in maybe one of each of those areas.
3: Sure. We'll start with with mind. It's going to kind of link mind and soul, but I'll do – most people understand – theoretically, that prayer, whatever you believe in, is sort of you talking to or asking for something.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, meditation is the answer. You won't be able to hear the answer unless you quiet your mind long enough to get the information mm. or find a way to connect with yourself. It doesn't have to be that you're sitting humming or not humming in a quiet position with your you know back straight up. I get downloads when I'm driving. I get downloads when I'm rollerblading I, and I'm near the ocean. So I it think happens- it's so funny,
1: by the way, that as a podcaster, you Get downloads. It's just sorry. That's oh, a, that's yeah. That's funny. Little,
3: that's a, so, true. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> I never yes. thought about it like that. But yes, yeah. yeah, so I've been getting. I get universal downloads. <laughs> yeah, and my my. You higher pay self,
4: attention to them. We all get them, but some of us don't pay attention. Yeah,
3: and some people don't leave space for them. Right, I know. But no, he gets them.
4: Yes,
3: he, he gets them. <laughs> <laughs> just he, he just never in a quiet place. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. right? he probably gets kicked and shoved
1: just like a smooth rock in a body of <laughs> water, just right over the back and straight downstream. Yes. <laughs>
3: So so from, so in terms of finding, finding a place, it doesn't have to be meditation per se, but fi- some kind of meditative process, some kind of even just being aware that the answers are in you and they'll come to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and to trust the impulse and to honor it and to notice it and to take note of it, maybe make a note of different ideas and thoughts. I'm actually about ready to create a product. I finally found a product I want to manufacture. And before when I was chasing the money, that was really hard to do. And at my event, I made a comment about a product that I said, because their customer service is terrible, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, I just, I just may make it myself. Mm. And then a week later, as I was doing my exercise, I went, oh, I wasn't kidding. (laughs) Oh, that's really going to happen. So, you know, I trusted the impulse and here we are, and I'm going to be manufacturing a product. So, um, so trust it, trust it and notice it and look for it and, because otherwise, it'll give you cues and, mm-hmm. and clues. Because a lot of people think, well, what's the right thing for me? And the question has to become, what do you feel is the right thing for you? Because there's a million answers out there. You And maybe a lot of them might be the right thing for you eventually. But only you know what the right next thing is for you. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And to your point about the meditation and the prayer thing, for me, my my meditative jam is the rosary. And if you do a novena, you do 27 days of petition, meaning you're asking for what you want. And then the following 27 days, if you get it or not, you're in a process of giving thanks every, you know, every time you pray the rosary. And I think if someone is stuck and they don't maybe know what they want or they're hoping for a download, gratitude goes a long way to open up your – I don't know. Yeah. Turn the volume back up on yeah. your downloading system. We
3: got yeah. about ninety seconds or so. Okay,
4: so I'm done. Yeah. Okay. No, Good no. <laughs> job, lady. <laughs> I like your stuff.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Um uh so that kind of connects mind and soul and then I'll just go straight to body. So, you know, your body gives you messages and your body is is the physical manifestation of your thoughts and your feelings, and of course everything physical, so listen to your body because it also tells you what it needs don 't override it <laughs> don't disconnect from it and find I do exercise in a very specific way that connects your brain to your body and I, and you have to do it to experience it. but just know that when you 're doing anything physical, if there is not a neurological connection to your body, then then again we 're separated and we may get injured and not know what our body needs so tuning into your body through some kind of form of meditative conscious decision making neurological connection helps you to not only get more results from your exercise but to also be able to listen to what your body needs
1: mm-hmm. now i really really appreciate that and so jj flissanes thank you so much for hanging out with us and making the drive down and just really uh really enjoy having you in our world and real quick you came to the last new media summit you'll be at the next one what's your take real quick on the uh, on the summit and why people should be there
3: because it's super fun, and you get to meet other podcasters. Podcasters are the most fun because they like to talk, and they, <laughs> and so you'll never find someone that isn't interested in something. Everyone's to talk and have conceptualize, and so it's really fun. Lots of opportunity yeah. to be on a show to get on shows. Did you to book make guests business. last time you were yeah. there?
1: You did. You found good guests for your shows.
3: I did. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sti- well, because I, I did, and I, but I'm not even halfway through putting some of the people on. So yeah, uh, so you I found a
1: lot of great guests, and
3: I become a guest. Yeah, so I became guest. They became guests. Everybody yeah.
1: wins. Perfect. All right. Well, J.J. Flissane, thanks so much for joining us here on Reinvention Radio. from Mary Goulet and Richie Ote and White Wade, I'm Steve Olsher. We'll talk to you guys next time. Take care.
0: You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit ReinventionRadio.com. You were born to do one amazing thing but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting the reinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self, learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to the reinventionworkshop.com today. That's the reinventionworkshop.com.